USS. Is that how they name spaceship? SS <laughs> for an intergalactic what traveler. What does the USS mean? SS. United States. <laughs> United can't be, States can't of sickening. St- <laughs> <laughs> it can't be that on Star Trek, though. Oh, United. yeah. Oh, somebody else has asked this question of Google, so we're not the only morons. <laughs> United Spaceship. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> That's terrible. Wow. Well, my respect has gone way down. <laughs> now, every time Picard says USS, I'm going to feel less good. Just think of my acronym instead. According to the making of Star Trek, NCC is a Starfleet abbreviation for Naval Construction Contract, comparable to what the U.S. Navy would call a hull number. The 1701 was chosen to avoid any possible ambiguity. Numbers 3, 6, 8, and 9 are too easily confused. United Spaceship doesn't sound right. That's but that's, that's what I got from Memory Alpha on Star Trek. Spaceship? Because isn't Spaceship one word? Not according to USS. <laughs> Not in space. Gene Roddenberry was high as fuck when he made that up, apparently. <laughs> so we're getting ready to start season two of the popular parallax i'm jerica lala with new co-host captain nancy nancy thank you thank you for having me i just crash landed here from urana made a hell of a mess out the back (laughs) with your terrible comedy (laughs) i was like don't make an anus joke don't make an anus joke there it is it was i know low-hanging fruit it's all i can go for i've been at work all day i'm so sorry i'll do better now And Nance, I know Nance because he is an actor and I'm a director. We're very important people. (laughs) We have worked together. He's a fantastic actor, actually. One of the best actors I've ever worked with. Lying right to my face. So I thought, no, I'm making real eye contact. Sociopath. (laughs) I just wanted to also talk a bit about Bunny. Bunny and I are still great friends. If anyone's worried about that, I think we're going to be friends until the end of time. Time, actually but she's also a very busy woman and she is an artist like a freelance artist and she has some big projects that she will be working on so she decided to step back and we will continue with the show and we may see her from time to time she may pop in for a visit but this is our season two with Jerrica and Nance and Nance you said you might have a game that we could play I do. It's a collection of questions that was written by Chuck Klosterman, who's a writer. They're like really in-depth would you rather questions. Okay. Um, They're kind of designed to get to know someone a little better. Okay. So should we get to know each other? Yes, let's do it. All right. Here's a question. Let us assume there are two boxes on a table. In one box, there is a relatively normal turtle. In another, Adolf Hitler's skull. It's a timely question. You have to select one of these items for your home. If you select the turtle, you can't give it away, and you have to keep it alive for two years. If either of these parameters are not met, you'll be fined $999 by the state. If you select Hitler's skull, you are required to display it in a semi-prominent location in your living room for the same amount of time, although you will be paid a stipend of $120 per month for doing so. Display of the skull must be apolitical. Which option do you select? I'm taking the skull. You're taking the horse. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. What am I? What the, I can't keep a baby alive for two years. 
Have you tried? Is well, this, never, what? never mind about that. Okay, but I mean, maybe he's, do you have to tell people it's Hitler's? Is it? I don't know. Hitler, see, these well, but these... even if it is, like, it's like his skull. So you'd yeah. be like, that fucker's dead. You could also just not have people over ever again. That's for, for two years. I've done that too. There you go. <laughs> You're the first person who's been here for over a decade. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> so, what would you take? Um, I would take. I would take the skull. I, yeah. I mean, 120 bucks a month. Yeah, yeah. We're artists. For we years. need that $120 I, to live. Yeah, I can't even do the math to tell you how much money that is. But that's... that's Over $1,200. Thank you. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Also, I've had turtles as pets before, and they're Are fucking you... garbage pets. <laughs> they're personality-less. I mean, you, you keep them in this in this aquarium, which yeah. is far too small oh. for their, like, you know, turtle. Yeah. And it, 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 I remember when I was a kid, I wanted one of those mini turtles that were, yeah. like, little. But I for, for some reason, my parents were not down for that. And I really? didn't get one. <laughs> probably Maybe life experience. dog would eat it and spit it out or something, <laughs> which they probably would have. That's really gross. Okay, question number two. Okay, question number two. You meet your soulmate. However, there is a catch. Every three years, someone will break both of your oh my god, break both of your soulmates' collarbones with a crescent wrench, and there is only one way you can stop this from happening. You must swallow a pill that will make every song you hear for the rest of your life sound as if it is being performed by the band Alice in Chains. When you hear Creedence Clearwater Revival on the radio, it will sound to your ears like it's being played by Alice in Chains. If you see Radiohead live, every one of their tunes will sound like it's being covered by Alice in Chains. When you hear a commercial jingle on TV, it will... Oh, fuck. Okay, we get it. If you sing, see yourself in the shower, your voice will sound like deceased Alice vocalist Lane Staley uh, performing an acapella, but only, but it will only sound this way to you. Would you swallow the pill? Would you swallow the pill? You have to answer first this time. Is this forever? It you is have forever. a significant other as well. Yeah. I'm alone in this cave of an apartment. <laughs> alone. Would I... What, what, oh, God. I I think mm-hmm. I think it's I, I I don't know if I can name an Alice in Chains song, so I don't know off the top of my head like what I'm dealing with here. I don't know. I can find someone else. Fuck it. <laughs> Both their so shoulders are gonna get broken with like a wrench or well, something. No, uh, well, uh, see, uh, uh, okay, I'm taking the like martyr route. I'm gonna break up with him, but I'm saving your shoulder bones, collarbones, and, and I don't want to hear. I think I'd probably swallow the pill. If, the, per, if it was really my soulmate. I don't know. I guess, the, do you believe in soulmates? You know, then it gets... Of course it. not. I mean, no, I'm a sociopath, no, I like I just said. But, I mean, Alice in Chains, whatever. Like, this thing sounds a little dated. I like, they're like, if you go to a Radiohead concert, I'm like, I, I will go to a Radiohead concert in the past. <laughs> Give me about 15 years in a time machine. machine. Go back to university yeah. and then go to Radiohead and be like, oh my God, okay, computer. Like, I don't know. What would be a modern... I'd love to hear like? Alice in Chains cover okay, computer great and i wish radiohead probably like it too yeah that might be kind of maybe, yeah. maybe it's like a more modern take would be like chad kroger like nickelback Ooh. every right i think that's See? kind of an insult to allison chains though to be honest like allison chains wasn't that bad <laughs> See, that's the thing nickelback's terrible and yeah. we're canadian yeah we, we know they're terrible yeah they're yeah. our neighbors okay at long last someone invents the dream vcr this machine allows you to tape an entire <laughs> did you say this wasn't dated <laughs> You're going to take a compact disc, <laughs> hook it up to the VCR, and burn it. Listen, okay, listen. Okay, go ahead. At long last, someone invents the dream Blu-ray. 
This machine allows you to tape an entire evening's worth of your own dreams, which you can then watch at your leisure. However, the inventor of the dream VCR Blu-ray hybrid machine... Snapchat. Snapchat. (laughs) Smartphone. Air. Tablet. Will only allow allow you to use this device if you agree to a strange caveat. When you watch your dreams, you must do so with your family and your closest friends in the same room. They get to watch your dreams along with you. And if you don't agree with this, you can't use the dream VCR. Would you do it? You know know what's kind of weird is that my dreams are oddly appropriate. Always. I don't know because I don't remember all my dreams. Like I well, that's don't. That's the thing. That's the thing. And I mean, how far up is it on my priority list to remember all my dreams? Not fucking high. Sure, like, you're not lucid dreaming. It's one of those like once every couple of months, I'll have like a, a humdinger that feels like totally real and totally. And those ones usually nothing too pervy happens. Sure, but I do think it's real. Like, but then in the time between, I remember nothing. Right. Yeah. That's so. A, but I mean, I don't really care i don't know i don't think i i don't i don't know i think it'd be super creepy Mm -hmm. weird like holodeck weird experience it's one of those things i might want to try it like once or twice but i wouldn't need it like forever Forever. yeah i feel like you get to this weird point of of like you would get used to it 100 percent. oh you absolutely would and and i think you know i like in terms of having my family and friends, you can explain my subconscious. I don't know. <laughs> I just killed you because I don't like you. <laughs> and I pulled I just, out your teeth. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but then after a while, it would get to a point where you would just be analyzing your dreams. And I, I feel like much. a lot of dreams are really boring. And that's why we don't yeah. remember them. Like yeah. they're just like maybe shots of people and places, but not that much actually happens. Like your brain doesn't put it all together. And mm-hmm. those are the ones you remember is when something is put together and like a little story happens. Totally. But you know, have you, ever, have you ever had a recurring dream? No, no. Have you? Yeah. I had a recurring dream. Can uh, you share it with your family and friends right now? Yeah. So it started probably when I was, it's, it, uh, it's, it's the first dream I ever remember having. So I must've been like four or five. The last time I had it, 22. Oh my God. Uh, Through puberty, like up until probably 13, like the beginning of puberty, um, from like four until then, I would have it like once every two months. And then after that, it would be less and less. It'd be once a year. And so it really, it stood out. It'd be like, fuck, I'm having it again. Fucking dream. The dream is I'm on this boat. But it's like a, you know those, like, um, toy boat, like a wooden boat. Okay. It's very basic. It's got, like, a base, and then it's got, like, a gazebo on top. And there's uh-huh. no railings, but there's a bunch of people outside. And I'm inside the boat in this gazebo. And I'm the only one in there. And there's a woman. She's standing outside, and she's holding a baby. And she keeps saying, come join us. Come join us. And I say, no, no. Oh, I also have to preface this boat is floating in a canyon. It's not in the water. It's, like, in the air in the middle of this, like, giant canyon. Go with it. Go You're with me. psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to season two. Um, and, and it's floating in the air in yeah, a canyon. In the air in this canyon. There's a bunch of people on the outside. Sounds biblical. I am the second. Like, he is risen. <laughs> <laughs> so go on. So uh, this uh, this woman, she's holding a baby, yeah. keeps saying, come join us. Come on. Come join us. And I say, no, no, I want to stay in here. Then the boat flips. All of a sudden flips and everyone, but stays floating in the air. So everyone outside of the gazebo falls into the canyon okay. and I fall to the roof the of the roof. gazebo and I wake up every time. Oh my God. <laughs> that is so dripping with like artistic purpose and meaning. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Everything's coming together for me. Here. So yes. 
Did anything change about it between when you were a little kid and when you were older? Like, did no. it get more detailed, or did the woman change? Or? No, the the woman was always dressed in gray, yeah. and she never had like definitive, like uh, she never had facial features. And the people, so yeah. you know, you know, in like old computer games, the people in the background would be super three D. Like the animators didn't even fucking try; they're yeah. just like standing there, and that's what the people on the outside of the boat looked like. Like they were they were there, but they were so there was no definition to them, right? So then, do you think that was maybe just your mind not wanting to see the gore of real people falling? I like was it was it super disturbing when they fell or were yeah, you? Were no. you, yeah, no, yeah, 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 because yeah. they 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 were all dying and I yeah. was the only one who was who was saved okay. essentially. Yeah, um, I have not had that dream since I came out of the closet. Well, isn't that fucking weird? Yeah. Well, it was something disturbing. Yeah, it was something yeah. in like that yeah. that was that was festering inside of me. <laughs> But festering artistically, <laughs> like it sounds amazing. Like I'm like I like a poster with an upside down boat, and weird gazebo, and in people the middle. just like falling people, from this boat into yeah. this canyon. I yeah. just I want it after the fall because I want to hang it up. So I want it after the falling, but I want to see like one forlorn gay child like trapped <laughs> in the roof of the gazebo, just upside down, just in a death drop, upside down cruise <laughs> in a canyon. <laughs> that is. Alan Chuck the, travel on the side. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had dream. interesting dreams like that. I mean, I, maybe I have, but they just go. There are, I, and there are ways that you can like make yourself remember dreams yeah. more. Well, or the in, like, most lucid interesting and terrifying, quote, dreams I ever had mm-hmm. were drug-induced in a hospital. Yeah, sure. And they were true waking visions. Yeah. And I would not, and I remember them. You would tell me about, um, like, you're the scariest one, the worst one. It, this is, you're going to die, oh but the most vivid one I remember also involved being on a boat. So it must, I wonder if it's this inherent human fear of this thing that you can't get off of. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But I think part of it was also that I was, I had a very serious operation. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 16, but I was still at Sick Kids Hospital. So I was kind of like, I was very, very, very thin, but very, very tall, like almost as tall as I am now, which I'm huge. I mean, we've gone over that on the show. I'm a giant. So I was very difficult for them to get around, to move around because it was very, like there was so much of me lengthwise yeah. that they needed like, I was light, but they needed like three people to make sure part of me didn't like collapse and they're trying oh to God. move me. So I think part of it was, cause I was sort of in and out of reality and they had me on some kind of weird mattress trying to like help my back out and stuff. So it felt very like airy. Oh. Like I was, I felt like I even, and I was just felt like I was rocking, even though I don't think I was. Like, I think did you it feel was, like you were floating? Yeah. Like, I felt, oh. it felt super exaggerated I to my yeah. adult brain that was only partially in, like it was one of those, it was like a waking, you don't even waking dream where it's like, where you like hear your alarm clock, but you're hearing it in your dream. Yeah. That's what's happening to me all the time. Oh my God. Um, That's so, so disorienting. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And, um, but I, it was, it was something about a boat and people walking onto this boat. There would, there would be a gangplank onto the boat. It was nighttime Mm -hmm. and people, they would come up on the boat like shadow spirits. Like it was like (gasps) spirited away only before I think I'd seen the movie. It was terrifying and nothing bad happened, but I felt like all the stuff I saw was so dark. 
so dark, yeah. like terrifying. Were, were the, the people coming on the boat, did you feel like they were coming like to hurt you? Like they were they were ominous, sort of. They were ominous, yeah. even though I never. I feel like I always got snapped to before anything had really happened, and I'd sort of come back partially in, but I was never all the way in. Oh my god! So you really thought the shit was real? Fuck. So maybe that's why I don't. <laughs> any of my natural dreams because my brain is fried it's like no let's do one more question <laughs> this is this is taking a turn all of our greatest youth stories this is a really great introduction yes what am i taylor swift of course i'm fucking traumatized i grew up in the 90s we were just bombarded with <laughs> bullshit left right and center speaking of hospitals oh okay you have a brain tumor Though there is no discomfort at the moment, Mm -hmm. this tumor would unquestionably kill you in six months. Okay. However, your life can and will be saved by an operation. The only downside is that there will be a brutal incision to your frontal lobe. After the surgery, you will be significantly less intelligent. You'll still be a functioning adult, but you will be less logical. You'll have a terrible memory, and you will have the you will have little ability to understand complex concepts or difficult ideas. This is hol- a hilarious question. I Ants. know. Thanks. I just thought we'd end up <laughs> right now. The surgery is in two weeks. How do you spend the next fourteen days? <gasps> I don't know. You have two weeks. Let's okay, and let's say money is not a factor. Like, of course. Let's you know. Yeah. The Adult Make-A-Wish Foundation is... Yeah. I'm thinking of all these different places I would want to go and just hang out. But I'm also thinking, like, they didn't give you an option to not take it. Uh, it I mean, if you didn't take it, you'd die in six months. Great. So I'll you do that? that? Yeah. You'd, you'd live six more months. I think, yeah. Full Jerrica. Full Jerrica. <laughs> I don't know, what? like, I think because I've been through other medical trauma. Mm. I'm just like, I cannot, I can pay with a lot. Like I have paid with some parts of my body, but I cannot mm-hmm. pay with the brain. I, I mean, I guess it's easy to say too, when it's a, when it's a question, mm-hmm. it's just doesn't matter. Yeah. But I would seriously consider not doing it. Yeah. But I don't know. It's yeah. hard to say. In reality, and I don't know what I do. I feel like saying I go to Los Angeles because it's, it's, far it feels like a different world but it's actually not too far away so that if something happened you mm-hmm. could get back like within you know less than a day kind right. of thing yeah so i might do that and go to like the the beverly hills just yeah act like a pig for two weeks sure yeah, yeah. so if i was gonna do it the operation i'd probably do that yeah or i would just uh do that for six months and then let's go goodbye and be like we're done yeah thanks for all the fish what about yourself um i think i would i would take my family my mom my dad my sister and i take my partner and as many friends as i could and i say go to new orleans i've never been to new orleans i really want to go to new orleans um it is very death oriented very death oriented (laughs) i feel like I would go, I'd have a really spiritual time, I'd be able to enjoy my full brain capacity with my friends and family before I inevitably change forever. Right, turn into a turnip. Yeah, go It did say, it did say functional. It did say functional. It did, you know, fully yeah. functional. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you'll have some... Uh, you're just going to be a different person. Surpri- so, yeah, like, be... I don't know, I couldn't... Oh, that's... That, no, I'm not going to... That, that could get dark. <laughs> it already is, okay, Nancy. I... What did you do? <laughs> What are these questions? This is my life, okay? This is a peek <laughs> into my soul. <laughs> I have to get used to this millennial thing. 
adorable. Before we get into season two, what are some of your favorite pop culture and sci-fi influences? In terms of, of pop culture, Kill Bill, I think. That's like one of my mm-hmm. favorite, mo- both movies. The sensibilities of those movies really capture what I love. In terms of sci-fi, I really like... We just watched uh, Arrival. I love that. You like, loved the Arrival. I, I haven't even it. seen it Oh yet. my god, I've seen it twice. So I'm like, Amy Adams, <laughs> It's It's a really... It cool, got good reviews. It, the humanity, uh, what I love about sci-fi is, is humanity meeting the unknown. Basis for all sci-fi yeah. is this, us coming up against the, the, the total unknown. Yeah. And so, in Arrival, it happens to go pretty well. You know, it's it's pretty right. smooth, uh, pretty seamless. But um, I also love when it does not go so hot, and you get. Have you ever seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Yes, because yes. to me, that is uh, Arrival is like an update. Absolutely, you know, totally. you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and well, and because when less, I saw like, that when I was a little too young, it's kind of scary. Yeah. but it really stuck with me. Yeah, the yeah. the guy building the replica yeah. in, in his fucking kitchen and and yeah. that with arrival and out they, of the potatoes and it, like he's yep. obsessed yeah yeah and that's that's what you think that's what you don't see in movies like arrival you see everything like clean cut but you don't see the, the crazies that's right who are at home watching the news going they're talking to me they're here for me yeah and yeah. that the other that's some spielberg at his peak yeah 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 because yeah. he had yeah. some dips but he's oh, had some peaks we that's saw warhorse yeah well, and then we wished oh, we could have gotten those seven hours back <laughs> real time some of these white guys talk real slow (laughs) (laughs) they're like benedict we want to enjoy your voice more and he's like that's as slow as i can talk no you gotta talk even slower he's like oh my god but he does it because that's his whole thing yes and isn't it isn't he and like tom hiddleston like it's all these like english white boys that are like good actors and stuff but it is so boring and i saw the the show like the stage play i and it was good i didn't see it and i yeah and the movie sucks well because so much of the stage show from what i understand is like the puppetry it's so stylized it's not meant to be literally a million guys like on horses and feel like it's about a boy and his horse yeah it's last it's fucking Lassie with a horse and that's what it's supposed to be and they try to turn it into this whole I think Spielberg saw it and went I've just had a life experience and now I'm gonna dress and it's like no don't try to literalize it but also I mean just our last episode we talked about Mm E.T. it doesn't get better than that really like it does not get better than that yeah. I, I, I spectacularly. Watched it. Oh my god! Yeah. So so well. Like yeah. the there's some movies where you see the technology and right. you're just like oh no, like they didn't predict. Very yeah, well like they can't. Well, and that fair going. enough, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But then in this, you just see it's because it's, less is more. Well, look what happened to Star Wars when they did those prequels, and they were like, we're just going to animate the whole thing. And I mean, God knows we've been over that yeah. in this fucking series. I'll probably keep bringing it up till I you know have a heart attack from rage. <laughs> but they're those age like they were aged the first year after they were out yeah like fake all fake and everything like the whole battlefield set it's cartoon you're just like wow and yet the old ones hold up fine because everything's real series two still looking at sci-fi still looking at pop culture looking at some other influences stepping outside into a little more pop culture yeah i can't wait we've planned out our season and i'm so excited to get into all the things we have to talk about i hope you enjoy as well 
I will. I can't wait. So, I was talking to the listener, not you, Jerrica. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> we can't wait to get started. Series two begins. Bye. Bye. Bye.